Welcome to The Wayfinder Show with Adam Lacey and Luis Hernandez, where guests discuss the why and how of making changes in their life that led them down a greater, more authentic path or allowed them to level up in some area of their life. Our goal is to dig deep and provide not only knowledge, but actionable advice to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Come join us and find the way to your dream life. All right, welcome back to the Wayfinder Show with Adam and Louie. So we're going to try something new. Uh, we wanted to start having uh, some discussions here about things that we've been going through and that are important to us. And uh, we thought we'd start today with Adam, because Adam here just completed 75 hard, uh, actually just finished up yesterday. So Adam, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. Another yeah. day. But yeah, it's, it's, it was a... Uh... It's funny when you start something like that, 75 days seems like so long, which it is in some respect, but then, I, you know, you get done with it and I'm looking back and like, man, I can't believe I already went through 75 days of that. It seems like it just kind of flew by. Yeah. Congrats, man, for finishing. So for those folks who don't know what it is, what, what exactly is 75 hard? Sure. So 75 hard, I mean, really it's the first 70 days of a year long program called live hard that was developed by. Andy Frisella. And if you don't know Andy Frisella, he's he's the founder of First Form. Um, for I think some other businesses. He's got podcasts you can go check out. Um, he's kind of a polarizing dude in, in a lot of ways. So you you might love him, you might hate him. But anyway, uh, I find him interesting to listen to at times. And and but more importantly for this conversation, this program that he wouldn't call a physical fitness program by any means. He'd, he'd call it more of a mental toughness program with how he laid it out. Um, I, I would probably call it a, it's a combination, right? It's a, it's a physical and mental toughness. It's a way to add discipline to your life type of program. So what it is, is it's, it's called 75 hard because it's 75 days in this 75 days, you have to follow a diet. Now, there's no specific diet that he gives you. You get to pick a diet. Um, it, it should probably be some kind of structured diet. So you want to do the keto diet, the Mediterranean diet, the paleo diet. You know, I, I mean, I think you can go off and do a customized diet, but I think to really get the full benefits of the program, it should be, it should be, you should lay it out up front and have hard yeses and nos and and just stick to that diet so there isn't a lot of leeway along the way where you just kind of get to um make too many modifications along the way as it will so you pick a diet and there's zero cheat meals so you're going 75 days on that diet all your meals all your snacks everything should fall within that diet hmm. also no alcohol no alcohol for 75 days at all um two workouts a day Two, sorry, two 45-minute workouts a day, and one of them should be outside. Um, you take one progress picture, and generally they say, you know, if, if you're a woman and you're in your, you know, sports bra, whatever, and, and if you're a guy, you're shirtless with shorts, but your point is you can kind of really see your body. Um, and that some people post the stuff, I never did. That That's for you personally, you know, that's that's for you and, and you know what what he said, which makes a lot of sense to me, is you know as as you're going through this program and it gets really tough day by day, you're probably not going to notice a big change. But if you compare, if you're doing the program right, you compare your day one to your day 
50, I'm pretty sure you're going to see a big difference no matter where you started. So it's kind of motivation to keep going and reminder that, yep, you are you are doing something that's improving yourself. And, and while you don't necessarily see the immediate gratification every single day, if you really look back at what you've done for the last one week, two weeks, seven weeks, it's it's pretty noticeable the changes you've been able to make physically, you know, in many ways, but obviously physical is the way you can actually see. So you, you take the picture when you start, you take the picture when you start and then at the end or in between or what? Every day. Every all day. this stuff is, oh. all this stuff is every day. So oh, wow. diet every day, no alcohol, any day, uh, two 45 minute workouts, one of them outdoors every day, progress picture every day, drink one gallon of water, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Okay. So that's, the, that's kind of the program. Great. Yeah. So we're going to, can we take your before pick like day one pick and make it part of the logo for the wayfinder show? Is that all right? If do that? <laughs> no, I would prefer not. <laughs> right. So uh, why, why'd you do it, Adam? Why'd I do it? You know, it's something that I've thought about doing for a while. I've seen people I know do it on, you know, social media and things like that. And it just seemed like a good challenge. Uh, both, both to help kind of hone in on, you know, get a little better about physical discipline and physical health. Um, so it's something I've been thinking about doing for a while and I kind of kept putting it off. And then actually my wife came to me one day and probably beginning of January and was like, I think I want to do it. I think I'm ready to do it now. And, and, and I was like, all right, perfect. Well, that's bad. Cause uh, part of the reason I think I put it off or at least an excuse I made to myself is it's going to be really tough with, if my wife isn't doing it and I'm trying to plan meals according to this, this specific diet and, and not drink a beer or anything on the weekends that, you know, it's one of the limiting belief or not. It's, it's just something that, that I, I looked at as a hurdle. So I was one of the reasons I was putting it off. So when she decided, or she said that she was going to do it, that was, it was on as we decided yeah. to jump in and just do it. And so she finished it yesterday too. Yeah. Wow. Congrats to her too. Yeah. 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 She so, did great. So what do you think was, uh, uh, the hardest part about doing this? Honestly, well, getting started like anything else yeah. worthwhile, yeah. getting started is probably the hardest part. Um, to be honest with you, that gallon of water every day, um, drinking the gallon of water isn't difficult, but <laughs> having to plan your bathroom breaks accordingly and make sure you can, <laughs> you can pee enough. Uh, that was the toughest part for sure. Especially, you know, I, I drive a lot. So if, if I got a hour commute ahead of me, it's like, Oh man, when, when am I going to pee? I got to make sure to, you know, tighten up my water drinking beforehand and, and wait till after and just try to coordinate the water drinking with when I could actually use the bathroom. That, that was the toughest part for sure. Yeah, I bet. You know, it's funny. Um, I've always been a big water drinker, especially since I started running. I really kicked it up a notch and, you know, I always carry my Nalgene with me everywhere and it's always full of water. And, and I always find myself going to the bathroom a lot. And so a lot of my friends and family, they make fun of me because I, I have to go and, it's a little easier for guys sometimes when you have to go to have, to be able to go, I think, than women. But um, yeah, absolutely. But the uh, uh, about a year ago, I stopped drinking so much coffee, and I found myself 
not have not being as thirsty also which was kind of weird it went here and now i find myself not um having to go to the bathroom as often which is kind of interesting okay that's interesting so you don't drink any coffee no i do i i you know but it's more occasional now uh a couple times a week yeah i so so it's not but i I mean i was a two to three cup a day guy every day for many years yeah got it so what about uh so which diet did you choose the mediterranean diet you did choose it if i were to choose one i i think i'd do that too that's delicious food yeah i mean my goal was just to do something that's sustainable, you know, it's for me, as you know, I already ate pretty clean. And to be honest yeah. with you, I already pretty much for the most part followed the Mediterranean diet. What I would say is I ate really clean 85% of the time. And then another 10 to 15% of the time I, I ate things that I probably shouldn't be eating. So this diet allowed me to just basically cut out all the BS for 75 days and just focus on clean eating, which to me is very sustainable, which is something I was looking for. I wasn't trying to do keto. Um, if I was going to pick one of those type of diets, I probably would go paleo, but even that, I just, I think the Mediterranean diets, it's just, it's a really nice sustainable way to just eat that I could do long-term, not just like, Oh my God, I hope I get through this damn challenge and then go back to eating like crap. Like with the Mediterranean diet, to me, it's something that I can just basically do forever without feeling like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. And I'm assuming your wife did the same diet. She did. Yes. Yeah. So that probably helped too. Right. Cause then, uh, then it was part of the family meals right you made yeah. it easy to cook. Yeah. absolutely so i'm, I'm so you kind of incorporate it into your lifestyle absolutely as a i'm super lucky that katie wanted to do it with me and that was she was very supportive through the whole time obviously we just were on the same goal so we were able to coordinate schedules workout schedules and all that stuff and like you said planning meals together made it very easy so it was great yeah did you have a resource for for the meals like did you get a book like some cookbooks on Mediterranean diets or not really like I mean that. obviously yeah. there's the internet so we always had Google to sure. Google recipes if we wanted something new but I think just kind of laying out a basic outline of what we were going to do and, and there's some flexibility right like I think there's something like when you look at the internet and you look at the Mediterranean diet it's like well, you should limit sugar and you should limit white flour and limit beef. And well, we just kind of, for the most part, just cut that crap out. Right. Cause I wanted to yeah. make it more defined than it wishy-washy as if, you know, depending on which website you go, it's like, well, you can eat this or not like this. So we just kind of like kept it pretty simple. It was, you know, if it was rice, it was brown rice. If it was meats, it was fish or, or, bird uh some lean meats no red meat uh no pork nothing like that um and just a ton of vegetables really yeah that's great did um what about the books so you had to read at least 10 pages a day yeah did that i'm assuming is it like something else where you you start out with 10 and then before you know it, you're reading more than 10 pages or... yeah i mean i as you know, I'm already a big reader. So that yeah. wasn't, there's definitely something to be said for making sure you do it every single day. And there were days for some reason where it seemed tough to get through, but for the most part, I, w- I would already, I already read 20 to 30 pages a day. Um, okay. But yeah, I'd say there were some days where it's definitely like, okay, I got to knock out my 10 pages and I'll, I'll do that. And that's it. But it was, yeah. 
yeah, it was good. I enjoy reading. So that part of it wasn't difficult. Um, but yeah, it's just making sure you have the book in hand. If you finish one and you got to dive right into the other one, just have, have books right. ready to go. And which books, uh, how many books did you get through in these 75 days? Mm, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't track it at all, but, um, I which read ones a couple, did you read? Do you know? couple Jesse Itzler books. I don't know if he has more than two, but the, you know, the one with him and David Goggins was one of my yeah. favorites for sure. Yeah. And, the, and then the one where he goes and lives in the monastery, yeah. read both of those. I reread Relentless by Tim Grover, which is always one of my favorite books. Huh. Um, I read a book on parenting by Amy McCready, which was good. I can't think of what the name of it was. Um, and, and anybody feel free to reach out. I can kind of hone in on some of these things. I'm just spitballing right now. What else? I reread a lot of buy then build, which is all about business acquisitions. So a lot of those things are really top of mind right now as I'm working towards a business acquisition. Um, but yeah, I mean, any nonfiction book will work, you know, and I'll say this, you know, part of the thing I followed 75 hard to a T because I think there's something to be said to following a program like this to the T without any kind of uh, modifications of your own. But I will say this, you know, there's books that are, I think, great, very productive books, but they're fiction, you know, like Tribe of Millionaires or The Alchemist or The Go-Giver. Um, now, I avoided reading things like that because technically they're fiction. So I wanted to keep it to a nonfiction. But I guess if, if there was anything that was frustrating at times, it was like, oh, there's this great book about building a business called Built to Sell that I've wanted to read for a while. But it happens to be one of those, um, I don't know, parable or whatever you want to call it, a fictional fable. books. Yeah. So I had to put that on hold. So that's one of the things about getting done with 75 Hard right now that I'm, I'm really looking forward to diving mm -hmm. into that book. Yeah. I'm a big fan of fables, as you know, go give yeah. still book i love alchemist is another one uh, uh there's just a lot of great classics out there like that so i think that i'd struggle with that because i need to do both sometimes well know? but you can too right i mean i don't okay. know how much you read a day but you know as long as you read your 10 of your nonfiction, then you, you can always pepper in some other stuff i mean it's probably pretty rare for me at least that i only read 10 pages a day so there's always time to yeah. do something else or listen to audiobooks of the other stuff as well but yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know Take it for what it's worth. You know, everyone make your own decision. It's not like any there's a 75 hard police over here telling you what you can and cannot do. But right. I just feel like you, if you're going to do it, just stick to the actual program they lay out. And if not, then just do something else, you know. Sure. And it has to be uh, read, right? You can't listen to it. No. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. audiobook. It's it's you yeah. got to read it. Now you can read it. It can be electronic book format or. Sure or uh, actual physical copy but yeah not audio. what about articles would those count like i wouldn't, uh, wouldn't think so no but but again okay. if you feel like it does then then so be it but i like i said i i think if you're going to do it just stick to the actual program which is a book sure because i mean how okay. do you divide it up right like it's it's supposed to be 10 pages and that's just the way it is so just do the 10 pages i mean how do you how do you do that with an article I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I'm asking, I'm, I'm kind of asking this from the perspective of somebody who's intrigued to, to yeah, do it. And no doubt. And then the scare, you know, what was scares me is some things like that. Like, I, I'm also a big reader, but I'm not always reading a book. You know, I, I, 
I think I read more than 10 pages worth a day, but it's not always books. Like I read a lot of articles and, you know, things like that. White papers, such a, you know, so. Um, but again, but you I can definitely still do see all the benefit. that as long as you also do the, the 10 pages. 10 pages, right, right. Yeah. Which really, I mean, what, 10, 15 minutes, it's not really that big of a deal. Totally. What about um, the exercise part? So you had, did you develop a routine? Like, were you doing I the same did. exercises every day or what? Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I went into it. And I didn't have it really thought out that well. I just kind of like dove in. Like Katie and I, like I said, we, we were actually at a brewery when we decided to do it on a Sunday. And then it was like, well, we didn't start the next day, never mind. But we started like the next week. So we had a week to prepare for it. But anyway, weeks are busy sometimes. And I didn't, so I didn't have a good like seven day. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I, I knew I, I generally had an idea of like, all right, well, my outdoor workout is just going to be a cardio because that makes the most sense. And my indoor workout is going to be more strength training because I had wanted to get back into weightlifting anyway. Uh, I really lightened up a lot on my weightlifting over the past year or so I'd say. So this was just a good reason to do that. So then I, what I did, I mean, I think I want to say the first day I, I went for a run outside and, and just did some weight dumbbell work in my basement. Well, then on day two, I broke my pinky toe. So that kind of oh, pulled shit. the running out of the, the thing. So what I did ended up doing is just looking online and figuring out like, okay, give me a seven day weight training split program. And it started off. It was like, okay, well, day one is chest day two is this day three is this. And, and just basically broke it out like that with the one I did as because it had two, you know, rest days. Now, of course I'm not actually doing rest days. So what, but what that looked like for me was five days where it was different um, muscle groups, each of those five days. And on the two quote rest days on one of those rest days, those rest days for me ended up being Wednesdays and Sundays, those rest days for me ended up being for one, if there were certain muscle groups that I wanted to work harder, which for me, a lot of times it was like shoulders and legs. I would focus more on those rest days on, on those. Um, and then some of the rest days were like, really, I just like, I'd go for a run and then I'd go for a, a, a walk on a lot of Sundays. And it would just be, so instead of weight training at all, it would just be kind of two cardio workouts. Mm -hmm. So a walk counts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, for Andy Frisella, who created the program, he's been doing it for eight years. Is he doesn't run ever? He, you know, his cardio is no. always a, a fast walk. Now, mind you, my walks aren't wandering around smelling roses, right? I mean, I was doing about fourteen and a half minute miles on my walk. Okay. So it, it was a, it was <laughs> like I told my pod the other day. It's like. You know, when you get to that speed, when you're like a speed walker and you look like yeah. an idiot because you're kind of speed walking, <laughs> my goal was to, to go just slower than where I look like an idiot. That's, that's yeah. my goal. So I don't know if I succeeded or not. You can probably yeah. ask my neighbors that. <laughs> yeah, it is funny when you see them. I think it's an Olympic sport now. Speaking <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I'm not positive, but I think I remember seeing that. And it, it is funny when you see them there and they got their fanny packs and they one. <laughs> <laughs> I never wore a fanny pack. No, now, a lot of people oh, man, do incorporate do it, right? weighted vests. And 
Oh, cool. I did a weighted vest a couple times. I borrowed one. I don't have my own. I borrowed one and it was great. It was a really good really? workout. In fact, if I do this again, which I probably will or something like that, or if I continue with the live hard program, which I do plan to do, I will probably buy a weighted vest just to give a little extra oomph to that, uh, that okay. 45 minute cardio. Oh, cool. And then I'd run like, as you know, I run a little bit. I'm not a big runner like you, but I ran probably three times a week. So instead of the okay. walks, it would be a run on definitely on the weekends. And then once during the week, I'd go for a run instead of a walk. Yeah. So and what, I'm running um, like nine minute miles. So nothing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I do on my easy runs anyways, is nine minute miles. But the, um, I'm wondering, so for somebody like me who loves to run, could I just do a, an hour and a half long run and call it good for the day? Not if you want to follow the program. No, I'll, I'll, I'll say no separate. to that. There's some things I think, you know, there's a Facebook group you can join and you can ask those kind of questions. And a lot of those people are really hardcore. Like you can't use mouthwash with alcohol in it. And I, you know, I don't agree with all that <laughs> crap, but I will say this. I mean, the, one of the big things about the program is just learning how to get through inconvenience consistently day after day. So I think part of the reason why the workouts are split up by at least a few hours is it's just inconvenient. It's inconvenient oh, sure. to work out sure. twice during the day. So that to me, that aspect of it is very important if you want to complete the program yeah. properly. So how did you accommodate for that in your life? I mean, having, you're a busy guy, you're a husband, a father, you work as an, a full-time as an engineer, you know, you're, you're a businessman too on the side and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And you got this amazing podcast, by the way. Like yeah, how did, how yeah, did you fit good, it all in? It? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's another difficult thing too. Luckily I, like I said, Katie was obviously fully on board because we had to help each other with our schedules when it related to that. But, uh, so I always wake up early and work out. So I just continued to do that. So one of my workouts was every morning before my kids even wake up. Um, and then the second workout is the one that gets a little trickier. And at first, man, I was, I was very, that's something I stressed out about a lot is when am I going to get this in? Can I just, yeah. just kind of sneak out of work for 45 minutes and go do a quick walk or a run, which I did a bunch of times, or, you know, sometimes it's just later in the day. It's if I can get home and, and knock it out right before dinner. Or there were a couple of times and it's like, you know what, after the kids go to bed, I'm going to go do my 45 minutes at night, which isn't necessarily mm -hmm. ideal, but it, it just happens. You can, like anything else, you can make time for anything that's important to you. So, yeah, I mean, sure. there's, there's time. Would you um, like time block for this or, you know, ahead of time, or would you take it day by day as the day came or how, how did that work? the workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say I time block. Like I said, my, it's just a non-negotiable for me. And it's been for a while as I just wake up and work out. So the first one's okay. knocked out right away. And then, sure. and then, yeah, it's just trying to figure out when to fit that one in. So I would probably think in advance, like the night before, like, okay, when can I probably do my workout? Um, and like I said, at first I would stress out about it, but you know, by after a few weeks, when you get used to, this is just kind of how life is worst case scenario. I just go for a 45 minute fast walk when my kids go to bed and it's really not that big of a deal. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was there ever a day when you were in jeopardy of not hitting them? 
I was never in jeopardy of not hitting it, but it's funny. My wife and I laughed about it the other day. It was like day 72. So it was like, we're pretty much near the end. And I didn't finish reading until like after 10 at night, which for me is, is pretty late. Past your bedtime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the, I, I never was concerned. I wasn't going to do it, but it, that was the the latest that it ever took me. So, yeah. Uh, you know, funny story about that uh, years ago when I was really trying to change my running and, and, you know, try to have more consistency around it. I started what we call streaking, which is not, you know, taking oh, off your clothes and running around. I don't want around. to hear about that. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> but um, it was, you know, we try to run every single day. And I did it for about two years, but uh, it, it's just a mile, you know, as a minimum, just a mile. And it seems pretty easy when you're a runner, like no big deal, a mile. But, you know, it's wild. Sometimes it's it's like a mile is enough to, you know, almost when you're a regular runner, like not want, like blow it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I'll get it done later, later. And before you know it, it's almost midnight and you missed it. Right. Yeah. So um, when I was first trying to do this uh, and build that habit, I remember <laughs> it was close to midnight. I want to go to bed, getting late. And I'm like, oh, snap, I forgot to run. So I go and I grab my toothbrush, start brushing my teeth and go out for a run. <laughs> and I ran around my neighborhood running while, while brushing my teeth, brushing your teeth. just to get nice. that mile in. That's but so, sometimes those are the things you do just to keep that streak going. Right. So, yeah it's kind of funny uh but uh what about alcohol adam were, were you much of a drinker before you got started with this and clearly yeah. not now but yeah yeah i mean i i like to drink yeah definitely yeah. And, and you know to be honest with you I, I was probably drinking too much i mean we weren't i mean i have little kids so i'm not drinking like i probably did back in my 20s or anything like that but sure. you know two, three nights a week, something like that. Katie and I would have some beers or I'd drink some whiskey or something like that. And so, um, I cut that out, which, which was great to be honest with you. And I'm sure I'm not saying I'll never drink again. I know that's not true, but just, it, it was a good reminder of like, look, you don't need this crap. It, it, right. You sleep better when you don't have it. Um, if you want to have some drinks every once in a while, go for it, but it doesn't have to be this thing that's like okay every friday we're doing this and every saturday we're you know we're we're drinking like alcohol doesn't have to have that much <laughs> control or play that sure. big of a role in my life so afterward i mean i'm sure it got easier as you went but when you first got started were you just craving beers or anything and oh no not at all not at all so no. uh, that's good excellent so, you know, I, I've been drinking not NA beers, non-alcoholic beers now for like over a year. And I didn't actually start out trying to not drink, but it was just something I, I uh, when I tasted this one beer called Athletic Brewing and I had it, I was like, wow, this is really good. And so I started yeah. doing, I was training for a marathon. I just started having that whenever I felt like having a beer the night before, because it does help you sleep better and wake up feeling more alive and it made it easy to make my workouts the next day. And, mm. uh, but over time, like I, they're my favorite beers now, right? Like I, I don't. Athletics uh, IPA is actually pretty good. I've had it's really, time. I like them better than real IPAs now, <laughs> Yeah, you know? So I think, um, you know, it, it, it's funny now I'll have a regular beer once in a while. I'll go somewhere and there's beers in, I have it and I'll drink like half. I'm like, this is crap. I don't even want it. You know, it's, I've even, gone to a party and brought my own na beers now <laughs> you know which is kind yeah. of funny but so, 
but I bring that up more because uh, how does that count? Like, how does a NA beer, you know? Um, I... I'd say if it's got absolutely zero alcohol in it, then then yeah, that's fine. You got to be careful. I think you know a lot of NA beers actually do have some minimal right. amounts of alcohol. So if you want to stick to the program to the T, if you do, you know, uh, then I would say those don't count. But if it's truly got zero alcohol in it, then then it would. I'd say for the you you might be a different story, but if there's a person out there that does really like to drink beer and they they drink a lot of beer, dabbling in those NAs as a way to like still get the taste is probably just setting yourself up for success or sorry for failure, um, just because you're gonna be drinking the NA and then want a real one. It's just it's probably just easier to just cut it out completely. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, the NAs have actually become like other people's sodas, right? Like I, yeah, I have them now. Like, <laughs> like I might like actually hop be water, drinking. Man, remember when we did that tough mutter this past summer, and hop yeah. water had their booth there. I mean, yeah. I popped a couple hop waters before we did the tough mutter. It was great. Those things. That's are tasty. right. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah, good. I should look for those. Yeah. I tried so, one time and I couldn't find them. I found like other brands, but I got to say, maybe it was just in the moment, but like the actual hop water brand that we had was really good. I bought something at Whole Foods that was a, a hop water, but a different brand and it tasted like shit. So I don't know. So wondering um, how, how has your life changed because of this? How has my life changed? You know, I don't know that it was a big game changer, but I think things like this, they help sharpen discipline skills. I, I like to consider myself a somewhat disciplined person as it is and a hard-driven person. Uh, but this this kind of helps you up your game a little bit and remind yourself what you can do and what the body and mind are truly capable of. And... And it's just allowed me to take more time to focus on what's truly important and remind myself that, yeah, you know what, when I do drink too much on a Saturday night, Sunday mornings, I don't really feel that great. And I don't have as much fun playing with my kids and I can't, I might not necessarily, not that I couldn't, but I might not necessarily choose to go knock my run out at five 30 in the morning, you know? Um, so it's just, it's, it's allowed me to pull back some of my time and, and refocus some of my energy, I'd say. Hmm. Okay. What, um, what's, what's, what were your before and after me- metrics? You know, what, like how much you do weigh before, how much you weigh now, that kind of thing. What do you- yeah. So I'm about five, nine and I weighed right about 156 okay. before I started. I so weighed you're a myself. pretty healthy weight already. Yeah, I was roughly, and and you know, I don't know the best way to truly measure body fat at home, but I just went at, like I used the uh, you know, whatever bodyfatcalculator.net, the the naval method, something like that. And I'm gonna say, you know, when I first started to merge, was the first time I ever did that, and so that was probably a year and a half ago, something like that. My body fat was like 25, percent and I was like, oh man, like I, I even at that time, I considered myself pretty healthy. I'd say when I, and then I, I got that down really quick, as you know, I kind of was doing those GB nines, which is a little workout routine and, and, and really tracking that way on, on, 
how physically um, fit I was. And then also measuring my body fat. I'd say when I started the program, I, yeah, I was about 156, probably about nine, 18, 19% body fat. Um, when I finished the program, actually, I could probably take some measurements today or tomorrow morning just to, just to, di- but I did it like a week or two ago. And well, I know yesterday I was at 142 was my weight. Wow. And my body fat that at least during the method I used to calc, I was at 12.6%. So I I went down there, which is cool, Louie, because um, as you may remember, one of the things on my three-year vision was to to work out every day and get down to a 12% body fat. And that was just kind of like this vision for down the road, right? And then yeah. and then all of a sudden they do 75 hard and I, I'm basically right there, right? I'm knocking on oh, that door. Yeah. I'm at, at 12 and a half, 12, you know, 12.6, 12.7% body fat. So it was like, it really trimmed that down and, and it, it feels good. That's great. Congrats. Yeah. Man. Thanks. Yeah. What about... um? Well, so today's day 76, right? So day one yeah. of of no more doing 75 hard. Is there any any of the 75 hard you won't do today? Um I, I might not do today. two of my workouts. No, I, I mean I don't think I'll continue to do two 45 minute workouts every day. Like what I did, and I might even go for another walk after this. I don't know. But uh what I did this morning when I woke up is I went. I mean, part of the reason I did a short run is because Katie had to go out and she was going to the gym too, but I did about a 25 minute run. And then I came and did a 45 minute strength training workout this morning, but I just did them back to back. So I worked out, I still worked out for like an hour and 20 minutes or something like that. But I just, you know, I just knocked it out in the morning as I used to do, as opposed to doing two split up 45 minute workouts. So that'll be different. Um, Other than that, I mean, maybe give up a little rigidity as far as, you know, tracking how many pages I read and things like that, I'll, I'll still read today, but no, that's probably about it. I'll probably keep going. I mean, and again, I, I, it's not like I'm never going to drink alcohol again, but yeah, it's not, not as, I I don't have any big urge to do it right now. Yeah. So you didn't wake up today and just have a shot of whiskey to celebrate that it was over. (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah. What about, um, speaking of tracking, how, how did you track it? Is there a tracker that comes with this that you can like download and just, there's an app that I downloaded and it costs like five bucks, but you know, five bucks in the big scheme of things, not big of a deal. And basically it just, all it is, is it, it just tracks day by day. It's got your, you know, six or seven, whatever it is, things you just check off as you go, which was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd suggest using it if you're okay with spending the five bucks. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that 75 hard does is it just, it creates a lot of wins throughout the day for yourself. You know, you just get to be like, Oh, first workout check progress, picked on check. And yeah. then of course it's a way to just remind yourself. Well, if you look at it at night and like, Oh shoot, I never took my progress pick today. I better do that. Or I got to start over. Uh, yeah. so I'd suggest using that or something very similar. Yeah. And you never had to start over, right? That's the penalty. No. If you, you went straight through in the first try. Yeah. Good for you, man. Thanks. Was there ever, well, I guess I already asked this, but I was wondering, was there ever a day where you were in jeopardy no. or Katie, but not really. Yeah. No, that's great. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if I had any more questions. I, I'd be curious to know, you know, a month from now, what, what your life is like, have, 
has you know have you totally fallen off the bandwagon you you know waking up and drinking all day and no water and that's you know gain 60 pounds or <laughs> or are you still maintaining and i know you and i know you're not going to do that but um no yeah feel yeah, free but, to check back in here's my plan and, and it's all it is right now is a plan so you can check back in to see for a combo I was, like I said, this is 75 hours is just the first 75 days of the live hard program, which after 75, which includes 75 hard and then three phases, phase one, phase two, phase three, which are all 30 day chunks that are similar to 75 hard, except phase one and phase three, add a few extra tasks to your day on top of what we are talked about. And I, I was thinking about rolling right into phase one. In fact, that was my plan. So today would have been day one of phase one. I think being that we're in the fact that I'm I'm moving across the country in a few weeks, yeah. um, it's just not needed right now. And and I know, you know, my wife's going to want to have like going away parties and I just don't want to be super tight right now. So my, but my plan is to still do either the true live hard program or some slightly modified version of the live hard program where I'm just basically repeating 75 hard in 30 day chunks throughout the year. So yeah, I mean, to me, my plan right now is just to kind of use it to make sure I stay on track. So yeah, for the next 30 days, even 60 days, I don't know, I'll just try to keep eating relatively clean and keep exercising daily to some extent. And then but I do plan to dive back in and and do another 30 day kind of reboot here and there, maybe like, you know, every other month or whatever the cadence Mm. ends up being. Is there a a gap in time that's uh, like, is there a limit to the gap in time between 75 hard and that phase one that they allow? There isn't a no. time So you can take five to... years off and go right well, into Well, yeah, I guess there would be. You have to finish phase three by, phase three is supposed to end on the day before your, when you started 75 hard. So if I, I started oh, okay. 75 hard on January 9th, 2023, I, I would need to finish phase three on January 8th of 2024. 2024. So, yeah. and the only other time gap is between phase one and phase two, you have to have a 30 day gap. So hmm. I could, I could essentially wait like three or four months here and still follow live hard to a T if, if I wanted to do that. So you actually are required to have a gap. In you between are required one to have a gap. And I think part of the reason is it's just. They want you know, to test your exactly. fortitude. Yeah. Test yeah. your fortitude. Yeah. Another challenge you're throwing in there. I like that. What are the additional challenges for these phase one, two, and three? You know, I don't have them all memorized, but there's. Um, so I know as, as far as the additional ones for phase one are a five minute cold shower, um, 10 minutes of. I think it called it like reflection time or meditation time, something like that, or or where you just kind of get quiet and visualize uh, your life, something like that. And then it's like three other tasks that I'm not like you get to choose. And I don't know the exact criteria of that. If if I choose to do it, I'll have to figure that out. And then I know phase and then phase two is actually exactly like 75 hard. It's just like the exact same tasks, no additional tasks there. And then okay. phase three adds in like something along the lines of, um, I think there's a couple things. I think one of them is you have to do something nice for somebody every day. Oh, like, cool. 
some kind of uh act of kindness, if you will. And I'm sure yeah. there's criteria for that. I don't know it off right now. Kind of like the boy scout motto. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and then one of the a other good turn things. daily. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then one of the other things is um talk to a stranger every single day too. Oh. Okay. I could do that one. <laughs> I try to do that anyway. Yeah. The shower one, that that's wild. You said five minutes? Five minutes, I know. In the cold That shower? would be the thing out of this whole program that I would least look forward to. Yeah. But, but I also know a lot of people that do cold showers and cold plunges and, you know, yeah. like anything else. They say, well, after the first couple of days, it's really, you go to and you come to enjoy it. So who yeah. knows? Yeah, for a while when I really like picked up my running, I, uh, and and I was really trying to do like, longer hard runs oftentimes i i would go in a take an ice bath after each run mm. or i'd go to like the boulder creek or you know some some creek in colorado they're all cold and just sit there for a while and oh, just uh, looking like a creep in the in the water huh pretty much yeah just sit in there and, and and uh it actually you know it's really hard for like the first 30 seconds but after a while it it, it actually becomes really soothing you know, it, it's a nice feeling. Um, and it's really good for, you know, getting rid of the inflammation in your body, all that. But I say that, but the, I think it's actually harder to do a cold shower than a cold bath. Because I've tried, when I try to take a cold shower for two seconds, <laughs> it's it's really cold. Because it, it doesn't, because it's flowing, it doesn't warm up. Your body doesn't adjust. It is straight cold for a while. So I, I don't know if I could do that one. Well, I guess you could just gotta try it, it right but yeah. yeah that's a tough one but i i could easily do the five minute bath but uh the shower wow that's tough <laughs> plus you got you you're wetting your whole assuming you gotta be under the shower so it's from head to toe right which is another piece to it yeah wow well hey man i don't really have anything else other than like what where would you start uh for somebody like me who's thinking about it where would you point me to, to look into this if I want? So to? I would go to Andy Frisella's podcast, which I think these days is called, uh, what is it? The Real AF or I, I can't remember. We'll figure it out and put it in the show notes. But go to Andy Frisella's podcast. I think it's episode two hundred eight, um, or just go into your Spotify or Apple Podcasts and type in seventy five hard. Uh, and he has he has an episode where he goes through not only the full 75 hard, but the full live hard program and kind of talks all about it and all not only the the actionable steps, but the why and the how. Um, so I would start there. And then if you want to talk to me about it, feel free to reach out, shoot me an email, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram, something like that. And we can I'm happy to chat about it. Cool. Yeah, well, congrats again for getting it done, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Don't, yeah, look forward to hearing how phase one, two, and three go for you. And uh, those cold showers, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if I do it. Like I said, I'm not necessarily yeah. dead set on actually doing it. I, I will do okay. some kind of, you know, thing like that. But I, I don't know if it'll be that or not. We'll we'll see. I'll play it by ear. Yeah. You know, I, I just thought about another question. So you, you said you started January 9th. Mm-hmm. And you got to do an outdoor workout. So that means you went through like the heart of the winter. Yeah. Doing an outdoor workout every day. Yeah. Which, it was tough. Yeah. I bet. I, I'd, I I'd mean, suggest that. Days... Cause honestly you're out there workout, especially in Colorado, even in the middle of the summer, you know, we like for you, those of you that don't live here, I mean, it's 
it's hot in the summer, right? It's oh, 95 yeah. every single day in the summer sure. in Denver, but it's also cool at night. So you can always find a time in the day where it's just a comfortable temperature. But yeah, in the winter, man, I mean, there were some days that, that yeah. were tough. Yeah. And obviously you can bundle up, but there's those days when that wind's blowing and it's it's snowing and blizzarding. I mean, there was there's there's a lot of painful walks, that's for sure. Yeah. So note to self if I do this, you know, do it like spring summer. Yeah, if you want really to be fall. a wimp. Yeah. <laughs> that's me, man. <laughs> I find the easiest way out of everything. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Adam, and congrats for getting it done, man. That's that takes a lot. Yeah, thanks, man. I'll let you know if I do it. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed the Wayfinder Show. If you got value from this episode, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will allow us to help more people find their way to live more authentic and exciting lives. We'll catch you on the next episode.